You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Monday the 27th of March. Freedom of speech doesn't free you from consequence. That's from Wellington's mayor after an anti-transgender activist attempting to hold a rally in Auckland on Saturday was booed off by loud protesters. Posey Parker's second rally planned for the capital yesterday was called off, but thousands still turned out to support trans rights. Mayor Tori Fano has little time for complaints that protesters stepped on Parker's freedom of speech. Where's my freedom of speech? I'm speaking up for a community who don't have a platform like she does. She has a massive platform. Our trans community do not. Trans community member Paula says the reaction to Parker is understandable, but not all aspects of the protest were helpful. Maybe a bit overboard because it just gave cannon fodder for her words as she has said more than once or twice. Authorities continue to lay the groundwork in case of an eventual prosecution over one of New Zealand's worst mining disasters. A High Court decision may make documents public, detailing what led to former Pike River boss Peter Whittle avoiding prosecution following the 2010 disaster. But Sonia Rockhouse, who lost her son in the disaster, says she, along with Anna Osborne, gained access to the documents following a Supreme Court decision six years ago. Our main focus at the moment is leading to a future prosecution, so it doesn't really change anything for me. A New Zealander killed in Ukraine had outlined why he headed to the battlefield. Kane Tatai's family has confirmed they're working to raise more than $65,000 so his uncle can escort his body home to his marae. Members of his unit in Donbass are meanwhile caring for his body. In a letter by Tatai, released to RNZ, he wrote he'll miss New Zealand and his family, but felt compelled to expose himself to help others. He says he doesn't want to romanticise his choice or give others a reason to follow. Eastern District Police are attending community meetings this week supporting people severely impacted by Cyclone Gabrielle. People will be able to raise concerns and ask questions. Gisborne Mayor Rehet Stoltz says it's important communities can come together with leaders to discuss tackling cyclone recovery. The police have been part of our response all along, so it's fantastic that they walk this journey with us as we move through our recovery phases with our community. A swing to Labour continues across the Tasman with Labour winning its first New South Wales election in 12 years. It means Labour is now in control of the federal, state and territory governments across mainland Australia. The Sydney Morning Herald's David Crow says Australia appears to be shifting away from a decade of Liberal dominance. The way in which Anthony Albanese has governed since the federal election probably gave a sense of assurance that you can have a transition away from a decade of coalition rule to a calm Labour leader and things will be a smooth transition. A performance tonight by US band Counting Crows at Wellington's Michael Fowler Centre has been canned due to illness. Ticket holders will be refunded. To sport, World Rugby is mulling over adopting a Super Rugby rule at the World Cup where the TMO can upgrade a yellow card to a red within an eight-minute window. Taekwondo exponent Max Watane concedes skipping the World Championships in Azerbaijan as a gay athlete due to fears about the country's human rights record will dent his hopes of qualifying for the Paris Olympics. And South Africa have completed the highest successful run chase in T20 international cricket to beat the West Indies by six wickets at St. 
Centurion. They posted 259 for four. I'm Malcolm Jordan. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.